listening to the Cream of the Crop with Cat Cream, only on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow. Yes, you are listening to Cat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio. Hello and welcome. We had a very special guest in the studio earlier on today. Hamza Yusuf, the First Minister, was in to visit us here at Healthy and Happy and part of Cam Glen Radio. And we're hoping to have a little interview with him possibly later on. Now, we've got lots to talk about today. Um, You've listened to Cat Scream. I'm Kat Gibson, with you all the way through until one o'clock. Today's show, we're going to be talking to Liz Allen about another phenomenal woman. This time, it's Dr. Susan Black, a forensic anthropologist, and you'll need to listen in later on to find out exactly what that is. But she's a fantastic uh, science and pioneer and ambassador, and it was just incredible to, to... learn about her life. Also going to be talking about Belladrome Festival that had huge amount of coverage in BBC Alaba at the weekend and there were loads of great bands and there were even some of the people that we've interviewed in the last couple of weeks who were on the bill such as Sarah Ray and Liv Dawn they're Sam, I mean I play Sam just about every week so we're going to have a Sam track as well but there was Secret who brought in members of Scaryvore, Scaryvore were there I've interviewed Scaryvore of course um, great to listen to all of those amazing tracks and I'll be talking more about that later on but let's get started with today's show here is Anne-Marie featuring Shania Twain with her brand new track, it's called Unhealthy Well your love is worse worse than cigarettes even if I had 20 in my hands Oh baby, your touch, it hurts More than hangovers Know that bottle don't hold the same regret And my mother says That you're bad for me Guess she never felt the high we're on right now And my father says I should run away But he don't know that I just don't know how Well, if it's unhealthy, then I
There you go, Anne-Marie there with Shania Twain's Unhealthy. Now, brand new track we're going to play today. This is from Kate Reed. Kate, I was speaking to during lockdown. She's also a DJ with Celtic Radio. She's got and a singer, songwriter as well. This is called Alfred Vale. Brand new one from her. Will ye come to Alfred Vale, bonnie laddie, where tis sunny as thyself, bonnie laddie, where the One's heartstrings solace bringing, Bonnie Laddie. Wouldst thou leave the city's den, Bonnie Laddie? For the bracken. Gem of Scottish Vales, Bonnie Laddie. Tis the spot for moonlight tales, Bonnie Laddie. Which young
How gorgeous was that? What a way to kick off today's show. That was a new song, Alfred Vale, from Kate Reid. It's not a new song as such. It's obviously a new version of that song because the song's apparently 300 years old, but just glorious. I love the piano line just underneath and her vocal is incredible. I, I think it's just gorgeous and well worth getting played on radio. Now, I have got lots more to talk about today. As I said, we had a visit in from our First Minister today and I saw him very recently, well, a few years ago, at a Celtic Connections gig where he was bopping about to Manran. So here's when you go. Show me how I feel my 
You are listening to Cat Scream on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. Okay, so this time we're going to go and look at one of the bands that was playing at Belladrum. This is a band called Dead Pony. I have to say they were brand new to me, a sort of punk rock band. They're going to be playing at St. Luke's on the 8th of September. This is their track called MK Nothing. There you go, Brian, want new one there from Dead Pony, MK, nothing. And as I said, they've got a gig at St. Luke's on Friday the 8th of September. Most of their gigs are selling out and I think with festival season in full swing that there's a good chance that the Glasgow one would too. I really quite like them. That is one of the first times that I've heard a female rock vocalist being heard quite clearly over, over the noise of the band. So 
well worth going to go and see about that one. Next up then, Carla J. Easton is going to be performing at the Hug and Pint on Great Western Road. That will be tomorrow, Thursday the 3rd of August. There are still tickets available. Brand new one from her then. This is Blooming For You.
There you go, that was Carla J. Easton blooming for you and she's going to be performing at the Hug and Pint in Great Western Road tomorrow night from half past seven. So if you like... I was saying sort of, yeah, it is quite poppy. I do think Carla J. Easton is very poppy, but it's got a bit of an edge to it, and I really, really like it. I took Katie Beth to watch Carla do a concert, both at Kelvin Grove Amphitheatre and at something called the Hidden Gardens, and Katie Beth absolutely loved her, so I would definitely think that that would be a good one to go and see. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. You are listening to Kat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio all the way through until one o'clock. Today I'm going to be talking to Liz Allen all about, we're continuing on our phenomenal series of historical women and women of science, authors, you name it, we've, we've covered it so Today's one is a forensic anthropologist. And like I said, if you have no idea what that means, listen in because you will hear all about it and the amazing work of this science pioneer. Before we do that, though, let's go and listen to this brand new track from Beta Waves. It's called Tripod. Truth is, I have never met someone like her 
Okay, we are joined in the studio by an incredibly special guest. Thank you so much, Hamza, for joining us today. Not at all. So tell me a, a little bit about what it's like being the First Minister. Um, thanks so much, first of all, for having me on your programme. And let's say a big congratulations to you. You were telling me you got your professional qualifications in terms of radio, so well done uh, for that. So being First Minister, first and foremost, is the biggest honour of my life. You know, This is the country I love, I was born in. It's the only country I call home. Mm-hmm. It's the country I'm raising my kids and, uh, you know, being asked uh, and, and, and being voted in to, to lead your country, it's the biggest honour. It's like being the captain of the national football team, you know, it's, it's just a huge honour. I won't lie to you, it comes with a few stresses. I imagine <laughs> it comes with just a few tools as well. And uh, Yeah, it comes with a few few of those as well. And, um, the, and the, the no hardest, VAR to help you out. Definitely no VAR to help you out. I think the toughest part of the job, though, is is I just don't get quite as much time with my, my Waynes and, and, and the family as I'd like, so... That is just, you've got to accept that's the way it is. But uh, no, it's a, it's a huge honour. Mm-hmm. And what do you see for the future of Scotland? What's your hopes for what you aim to get out of the job? What well, would you like your legacy to be? That's a really great question. Look, first and foremost, we'll do everything we can to make sure we're targeting as much of our energy, effort and resource into lifting those that are the most vulnerable and the poorest in our society. I cannot accept a, a UK where there's such a gap between the wealthiest and the poorest in our country. And for me, this is not going to surprise any of your listeners, uh, I believe that independence is a route out of that. Now, we can do things to mitigate, for sure, but ultimately having the powers in our own hands, as opposed to relying on a government that's hundreds of miles away that we didn't even vote for, that, to me, uh, is is my vision. But look, even within the constraints of devolution, focusing on helping those that are really suffering, and that's a lot of people at the moment in terms of high energy costs, high inflation costs, doing everything we can to support them, I also want to make sure we're tackling the biggest issues of the world and being a global leader in that. So climate change for me, the climate emergency, is the is the biggest existential threat this planet is facing. And I want Scotland to show leadership uh, on that issue and, 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 as I say, hopefully encourage other countries to take the bold, ambitious actions that we are taking. You're obviously visiting Rutherglen and Cambus Lang today. And, of course, we, we feel as if we've not really had a national voice for quite some time. Mm. So what is specifically for the residents of Rutherglen and Cambus Lang are you looking to try and do to, to move that forward? Do you know, I've been campaigning here for, for many, many weeks and the number one issue coming up to, from people, and this is not going to be a surprise, is that cost of living crisis. That people are really suffering. These people are, many of them, in work uh, that are suffering. Um, you know, it's costing you more to get your messages from the supermarkets. It's costing you more to heat your home. It's costing you more in terms of your rent. It's costing you more in terms of your mortgage. And so where we can help, we'll absolutely do that. So some of that is, you know, we can we can bring forward actions like the, the game-changing Scottish Child Payment, which is estimated, that and other actions estimated to lift about 90,000 children out of poverty. But what I'm ultimately saying to, to voters here, um, who you're right, haven't had an effective voice as an MP for, for far too long, is a really simple choice. You can have the SNP that will stand up, uh, rally against those really cruel Tory policies that are causing so much harm and misery to folk, or they end up with potentially a Labour MP with the Labour Party now who are saying they support the two-child limit and won't scrap the bedroom tax. And to me, that's just unforgivable. So I'll be, as well, speaking about the positive things the SNP has done in government, be saying really starkly this is a choice between uh, as I say either an MP who will rally against those cruel policies or an MP that frankly agrees with them 
Okay, and in terms of your music choices, then, so what sort of music is it uh-huh. that you would listen to? And so, being a father of both a four and a fourteen-year-old, we have quite an eclectic mix. Uh, my Spotify has been taken over by both of them. My four-year-old's favourite song at the moment is "Shake It Off." Oh uh, gosh! Uh, oh so no! Not again! Is, not is, again! It I can't on that loop. One again. <laughs> it is on loop. Uh, constantly uh, and uh, consistently. Um, so uh, for me, uh, though, uh, my, my 14-year-old's music choices, um, I have to say, she's just discovering. She's saying to me, she actually said to me the other week, oh, she calls me Babu, which in, in Punjabi means old man. She says, uh, she says Babu, you ever heard of this band? They're pretty good, actually. They're called the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, 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 heard of those, darling. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, my, my music taste in my house is pretty eclectic, I have to say. Yeah, excellent. That's great. Well, I think we'll finish up with then playing a bit of the Beatles. Yes. And can we go? Hey you. Jude, that's her favourite at the moment. Let's so it's dedicated to Maya. I'm sure we hey can. Jude. Yep. There we go. We'll get that up then, and we'll go for that. Thank you. Thank you. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Take a sad song and make it better. 
well, there you go. That was Hamza Yusuf coming in to talk to us here at Cam Glen Radio. It's not every day you get a visit from the First Minister, so... I hope I wasn't too fangirly. Anyway, let's get on with today's what I'm going to be talking about. We've got Liz Allen coming up next. I'm going to play this track, get myself back into the zone, and then you're going to hear from Liz Allen talking about Professor Susan Black. Continuing on with our series of phenomenal women, I was speaking to Liz Allen about Professor Susan Black, who is a forensic anthropologist. Now, the whole reason that I got interested in Dr. Susan Black is because she's very good friends with Val McDermott. And every time Val writes a book, she mentions Dr. Susan Black, who keeps a right on all the sciencey aspects of the books. And I thought, well, I wonder who this person is, and I wonder what she actually does. And the more you discover about her, the more interesting she is. So that was Creamy Lips by Hedgehog. This is the interview that I did with Liz Allen all about Professor Susan Black. Phenomenal women. Over the last few years, crime dramas all now involve a visit to the pathologist or to the lab to chase lab results. And we all know about fingerprints and, of course, DNA. Everybody's DNA is different. But what is this and what debt of gratitude do we owe to the women who developed and championed this branch of science? So who are we talking about this month? 
Kat, this month we are really being brave hobbits. Mm -hmm. And especially in my case, you have taken me out of my comfort zone because we're exploring the Scottish scientist whose entire world and work depends on the work and the discovery of another woman scientist and others around 70 years ago. So we have two special events. The first one 70 years ago was the public announcement of the discovery of the double helix, which is DNA. So we've got that one to mark and to celebrate. And if you're a bit like me and you're thinking, what's DNA got to do with me? Why should I be bothered about science? I think you really have to accept that DNA is Here's what our scientist woman said about it. Our work should be fascinating to everybody because you're really just talking about yourself. And those very wise words were said by our Scottish scientist and her name is Susan Black, world-renowned expert in an area of science, an area of study that really didn't exist 70 years ago and that's why we've decided to look at the world famous woman born and brought up in Inverness Mm -hmm. Susan Black. Would you like a bit about Susan Black's early life? Born in Inverness in 1961 She must have been a very clever girl and Inverness Royal Academy and then on to the University of Aberdeen. She showed a huge interest and skill in dissection and found her future career working in the scientific areas. She later said that one reason that she was so involved in anatomy and bones was that she'd done a lot of skinning of rabbits and plucking of pheasants as a wee girl growing up in the Highlands. So that led her to her studies and led her to her first degree, which was in human anatomy. And from there, she was in on the very earliest days of a subject within science called forensic anthropology. And just if you're thinking like me, what's that got to do with me? The basic thing is forensic anthropology has transformed our knowledge and our whole world of criminology. And I would say, maybe you would agree, Kat, in the last few years, that knowledge gained through DNA and forensic anthropology is now into the mainstream. Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many TV series, either your CSIs or your Um, Silent Witness, which, by the way, is the longest-running police crime drama in the world. And then you've got ones that are perhaps seen as, you know, a bit more accessible. You've got the ones like DNA Family Secrets. And that knowledge through DNA is something that Susan Black has used to explore the dark side of human nature because having received her first degrees, she went on to work for the UK government and then for the United Nations. And for 11 years, she was one of their international investigators of crimes, both in Europe and abroad. She did two tours to Iraq. Mm-hmm. 
and we both would say, Kat, that's heavy work, but it's important work because through the DNA, the forensic evidence that she found, she was able to establish the identity of these poor souls and very often she was also able to establish who had done the crimes to these people. So her work is valuable beyond words and it's work that she does with great knowledge, with great insight and also I think she comes across as a very human person. She sees that her work must take a toll on her and she's quoted as saying that she tries to close the psychological door at the end of the day as a way of keeping her own life separate from the darkness of maybe her work as well. Someone that's maybe known through her contribution to the novels of Val McDermott. Yeah, absolutely. In every book, Val McDermott talks about the debt of gratitude that she owes to Dr Susan Black for keeping her right about what the police might be able to work out from a particular crime scene or something, a piece of evidence that Val's maybe conjured up in her head for the story. And Susan's going, yeah, that might work or you'd be better using X, Y and Z. And their friendship is obviously something that has made... Susan Black maybe come into sort of the popular world where people might know more about her because of her friendship with Val McDermott. I think, and one of the aspects that really struck me, because as I say, you've moved me out of my comfort zone, is that this knowledge is something she might be able to shut that psychological door at the end of the day. But as humanity finds out more about this, We can't shut that door about DNA, Cat. That knowledge is now increasingly in our world. Mm -hmm. We've now got the whole issue of genetic testing and we've got the whole issue of how much health knowledge do we want to know. Now, there are all these positives about health knowledge through DNA and access increasingly through the NHS. You will know, for example, whether your family are at greater risk of certain illnesses. You will know perhaps how to lead a healthier lifestyle to avoid having some of these illnesses. But then again, it's not 100% reliable, Mm -hmm. Kat. So if you're told through a DNA testing that you've a higher risk of X, Y or Z... How do you process that knowledge? Would you like to hear about a superhero? Oh yes, absolutely. Let's hear about the superhero. I can tell you about a superhero because there are different kinds of genetic testing Uh and some of the DNA testing, it just establishes, you know, your genealogy and your ancestry. But an Australian actor called Chris Hemsworth... Thor. Uh Thor was taking part in a programme for the National Geographic Channel. The programme is called Limitless. And he took a DNA with the medical information included in the test. Now, our talk's going out in August. And in the month of August, Chris Hemsworth who is the actor who is Thor, turns 40. And this summer, before that birthday, 40 years old, 
He has had that test and he was stunned to find out that through both his mother and his father, he has a particular kind of double whammy of a gene. And he is in a 2% of the population who have a very high possibility of early Alzheimer's. Oh, right. So like a propensity, he's got more of a propensity for Alzheimer's. Yes, And this was not what he expected from the TV Mm programme. And when he was given the diagnosis, I think the producer said, well, do you want to tell people this? Or what what will we do with this information? And he's taken the view that he doesn't want to over-dramatise it. And he certainly doesn't want to frighten people. He's also saying that he will scale back his workload. He has a young family. But as he has wisely pointed out, it's not 100% reliable. So do you live your life in fear of these things or do you say, I'll do my best to keep as well as I can for as long as I can? And that's where our, our woman, Susan Black, and her work and her knowledge through DNA is impacting all over the world, even on superheroes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're talking about the propensity of the likelihood of getting something, which, of course, doesn't mean you necessarily will get something. Yes. And the problem is, do you want to know that you've got that propensity? And if you do have that propensity, what can you do to try and counteract it? Now, aren't these huge questions? Mm -hmm. Do we want to know? I mean, if you look back in my family tree, well, we've got heart disease. Mm -hmm. Now, heart disease is probably in many, many families and maybe especially in the west of Scotland. But do I want to know? Would it have changed my life? Maybe. But then again, other folks, it would maybe prey on your mind and might lead you into a life of fear and worry. Mm -hmm. So... Susan Black is not responsible for the worries, but she is a woman at the forefront of the knowledge. And as she has also very proudly said, involvement through DNA in the criminal justice world, it's not just to find the criminals, it's also to prove that people are innocent of crimes and maybe also to give people, after even decades of worry and doubt, a resolution of some of the unsolved murders. Mm -hmm. She's someone who is very, very important in our world and someone that Scotland should be very proud of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they are, of course, proud of Susan Black because she features in the National Portrait Gallery in Edinburgh. They've got this huge, big... If you've ever been... A portrait, yes. And it's quite a stark one because it's quite a dark background and it's just her in her scrubs with basically the dead body. Yes, I think she's come across as a very, very clever woman, driven to do her best. But some of her ideas, I don't know if you would fully agree. Mm-hmm. Now, can I share a couple of her ideas? I mean, she's she's very wise. She says that in life, something is going to happen, right? So she has three daughters, and she has decided to body map her three daughters, So they've all had their fingerprints taken. They've all had any birthmarks noted. She also did not want them to have any kind of braces or dental work because all of these are the indicators of who you really are. So you could be identified, which 
I mean, to me, that was a kind of darker side of it. I don't know how you feel about that. That does seem a bit strange. I mean, most people, every teenager I know that's got a set of braces because you want their teeth to be perfect. And to be fair, dental records work even if you've had braces. Well, maybe we can agree that we don't fully, perhaps agree with Susan Black, renowned scientist and Scottish superwoman that she is. Mm -hmm. But what I have found is looking at her life is that I am very glad once again that I live in the 21st century, Mm -hmm. that the discovery of DNA those 70 years ago was the very beginnings of this whole area of science and that we have to realise that the knowledge is power, The knowledge is cures. Especially, I must share with you, Kat, that while I was doing all this knowledge and finding out about Susan Black in DNA, I had a bout of COVID. So I was very grateful to the scientist who had worked to find out how to zap that particular virus. So we can't put the genie back in the bottle. We don't want to do it. But the knowledge and the interest in DNA is something that we're having to deal with as we go through our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think science has always moved on. When she was talking about it earlier, she was certainly talking about how she started and the mentors and people that she'd been interested in. Well, when we're talking about mentors, there's always this issue in any area of study that the folk are on the shoulders of giants. So before we finish, we should mention the giant of 70 years ago that for decades was really hidden. And that was Rosalind Franklin. She was known as the dark lady of DNA. And the story is that when the scientists, both men, Crick and Watson made their big announcement 70 years ago about the discovery of this double helix, that they knew their focus was greatly helped by the work of another scientist who just happened to be a woman, who was a determined, independent woman, who maybe wasn't the easiest person to get along with, But the bottom line is they probably looked at one of her photographs and did not ask permission and did not acknowledge just how much she had steered them towards their final discovery. So when they won the Nobel Prize, they never mentioned Rosalind Franklin and she wasn't really known about for many, many years. People will now say if she had lived she would have shared that Nobel Prize with Crick and Watson. But sadly, Rosalind Franklin died at the age of 37 of ovarian cancer. But I think we can agree that someone like Rosalind Franklin, who took on the kind of overt and even subtle sexism of a a laboratory in Oxford in the 1950s, That was someone that our Susan Black must have seen as a giant Mm -hmm. before her. And Rosalind Franklin, if we had some kind of scientific time machine now, wouldn't that be cool? Rosalind Franklin would say there are so many great innovative and forward and groundbreaking women scientists who are now leading these discoveries, Mm -hmm. both in health 
and in the wider areas of science. Now, the world of Rosalind Franklin, she was in King's College. She was based in the UK before she goes to Birkbeck. It's in King's College that she does all of this about the double helix. She's found the two strands, and there was a lot of discussion between the DNA and the RNA, which are the two different forms of the genes. Yeah, I know, I just disappeared into a wormhole. <laughs> now, the other thing that struck me about Rosalind Franklin's story is she dies, you said that, age 37, ovarian cancer, which of course is one of the cancers that they encourage if women have that in their family to go and get tested mm-hmm. for the BRCA gene. Yes. Because the BRCA gene is the thing that they can tell future generations mm-hmm. of these are the signs to watch for. These are more mm-hmm. likely, not that they will, but they are more likely to occur with mm-hmm. you. And I don't know if you've heard about somebody called Michelle Heaton. Yes. The, the singer from Liberty X. Yes. Who had this test done and right. discovered that she had the propensity for it and decided to go for the double mastectomy. To take the surgery before. And she's had a lot of problems after that. Mm-hmm. Related possibly to do, she's had this huge traumatic surgery and dealing with the aftermath. Mm-hmm. But she's been very open about why she did it what she thinks the benefit is, and then, of course, dealing with the demons of the trauma of that surgery. Mm -hmm. And all of that, you just think, wow, you know, that's because somebody had said to her, you've got a higher propensity for Mm -hmm. it. And there was obviously Mm -hmm. something in our own family tree that made her think, well, I'm just going to take this decision and we'll just Mm -hmm. have the surgery. Why did my auntie die at the age of 36? I think every stage of this knowledge is giving us questions. We look back at our own family and we think, if I'd known more, would I have asked more? Should we be testing more even if we don't have symptoms? At what age do you think, well, let's just relax and enjoy the life we have? So I think maybe for both of us, Susan Black has been a woman that is really jaw-droppingly clever and staggeringly powerful in this new area of science which we're living with Mm -hmm. and even as you and I are getting older we can see that we might be offered tests that our mothers would never have been having our families in turn will be told well you know you should maybe have that check out you might have the chance of that and I hope that we can rear and discuss if necessary with our families what's going to be the wisest thing and take the most sensible approach to really finding out about the body. Because Susan Black was saying also that the body is really just layers upon layers of memory. So we can't deny our past, Mm -hmm. but maybe more knowledge will help us deal with the future. Mm -hmm. And I think we also have to bring in... You're listening to Cat Scream, 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, your station. So this is Hey Little Girl by Ice House. If you like that, make sure you listen in to Sharon McGinney on a Tuesday morning between 10 and 11 for her mixed bag.
So there we go, this was Hey Little Girl by Ice House. If you like that, make sure you're listening to Sharon McGinney on a Tuesday morning between 10 and 11. Right, Graham, are we ready? Let's go and do today's weather. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Right, I'm all out of sorts, I'm afraid. Okay, we're about to do the new weather now. Yep. Cam Glen Radio. Weather. And looking at the weather for this afternoon, it's actually going to be kind of dry um, this afternoon. The temperature this afternoon will be at 17 Celsius. And looking at tonight, it's going to be the same. And tomorrow it's going to be dry. Sunset. Tonight will be at 21.20. Do you know, it doesn't seem the nights are stretching in, Kat. I don't know. It looks so grey all the time. Uh, yeah, at the moment, see, it's it? back to stretch in now. I'm not convinced of that at all. Every time you open the window, it's like, is it still grey? Aren't we yeah. supposed to get summer? Did summer miss us this year? Have we completely missed summer? We had a good dry weather when it was it May or June. Was it May? <laughs> about May or June it was, we did. We had a nice May and June. Yeah. The actual summer's been a bit rubbish, but we had a nice May yep. and June. Okay, so tell us more about GMS on uh, Saturday Back night. this Saturday night from 7 to 9. Um, Have you got a supervisor this week? Well, <laughs> they're trying to sort it out. Well, it won't be me. No, no, it wouldn't be you. But uh, yeah, so back this Saturday between 7 and 9 with my show. Uh, it's going to be a kind of pay kind of mixture uh-huh. of music again. Okay. And it was all sort of... Well, it was, it was s- the noughties, yeah, you said. But yeah. now it's going to be a kind of mix of 80s, 90s. Is it? And not just a bit of poppy and R&B stuff. Uh-huh. So, well, this is a noughties track. Yeah, it is. Um, MGMT and This Is Kids. I remember it came out.
There you go. So if you like listening to that sort of music, make sure you're listening to Graham on a GMS show Saturday night between 7 and 9 right here on Cam Glen Radio. Now, I've just got the last part. I would normally finish that interview all in the first part, but we obviously had a very great surprise visitor with Hamza Yusuf popping in to talk to me today about his time as First Minister. We're going to go and complete the one, the interview that I did with Liz Allen about Susan Black talk about the Scully effect about Mulder and Scully yeah. and Gillian Anderson as Agent Scully increased a whole generation of young female scientists and law enforcement agents apparently they were absolutely inundated all of these agencies were then inundated with female applicants who had never even thought about going into that area before something like the X-Files became sort of mainstream telly and if you look at mainstream telly and you look at a typical day, where would they be without the recent advances in DNA? So many of the crime series, so many of the basic entertainment series are based on our genetic footprints, our genetic background, and it's giving both the fiction writers like Val McDermott mm-hmm. and the non-fiction documentary makers huge areas to fill those airwaves. And to think it all started with Jeremy Kyle and a DNA test. That is not where I thought it started. <laughs> I'll tell you where I thought it started. Well, I was getting very confused because I like Star Trek and oh, yes, Star Wars. And I suddenly thought, that's why that robot's called Data. Yes, absolutely. And then it was like, you know, one of those light bulbs. I thought, he's called Data because of Data. And then I thought, should we be calling him Data? And then I just lost the plot and you came to my door and rescued me <laughs> from these terrible worries. Well, of course, they talk about the Star Trek effect that Gene Roddenberry had created all of these things about the automatic door sensors, the zippers, your intercoms. And the body the body scans. Oh, of course, the sensors, but it would then discover what had gone wrong, etc. What do we have now? People go in for, you know, the, the... I can't remember what they're called now. Oh, I've forgotten. The what? scans. You know when they go in for the scans? For the it's ultrasound. It's ultrasound. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about. Yes. So these scans, they go for all these things now because of what's, what's happened. What? And knowledge is power. And Susan Black is a powerful woman with lots of knowledge. And we should celebrate her. And we'll make sure she's better known. So, like lots of our Scottish and otherwise amazing women that no one's ever heard of. And you know something? To, to really make it personal, if one of our listeners listening today has been a bit fearful of knowing more or even having a test or even having an early checkup about something, they should go for it. Because if they find something that they want to fix, the earlier they find it, the more fixable it is. And we should be saying go for it because that's what medicine and all is all about. Mm-hmm. Giving you early information, take away the fear, and you know something? That is taking control of your life. And that's what we should all be doing at any age. No fear. That's us, Kat. No fear. And what's the song choice for Susan Black? Well, you you can imagine where I was roaming around for that because I wanted to get something that would be suitable. Well, I've gone for. 
linking the idea of it's in your DNA. Uh We can't change our DNA. Uh And let's go for Queen. Who wants to live forever? Brilliant choice. Fantastic. We'll go...
There you go. That was Queen with Who Wants to Live Forever. And my thanks, as always, to Liz Allen for doing an immense job on Professor Susan Black. I know when I initially muted the idea to her, she wasn't that thrilled. I think she thought, I don't know anything about the sciencey aspect. But like I said, the two of us disappeared down YouTube wormholes and we, we learned quite an awful lot. And I hope that came across in our discussion. Now, this is a brand new one from Kylie. This is Padam Padam. She's going to be doing her Las Vegas residency sometime, I think it's in November. There we go, Kylie there with Padam Padam and as I said she has just launched or announced her residency in Las Vegas following on from the likes of Britney Spears, Celine Dion and of course Adele. Now another person that I'm going to be interviewing hopefully later on in the month is Rachel Sermani. She has got an amazing voice, a sort of folk singer-songwriter. This is a brand new track from her, it's called Killer Line. You got that killer line, the one you can't recall The one I sang to you in the dream time The one to kill them all The one that makes sure that they're dead I said the magic words you've never heard Words like 
like it in your life That killer line Killer line Give me a minute, it'll come back Believe me, I saw it like a deer on the track I got that perfect take The file I swear I had The film that saw the light too soon To make the cut I seen so sad The part that makes sure that they cry No dry eye in the house You've never felt such feeling in one place At one time The perfect take The perfect take Give me a minute the glorious sound there of Rachel Sermani and that was called Killer Line going to go to a little break and then we are going to do some community announcements Radio is an amazing medium it can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people This station, Cam Glen Radio is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life We provide all the training and support that you need 
to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glenn Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. You're listening to Cam Glenn Radio. This is your community announcements. Cam Glenn Radio, community announcements. Okay, so are you looking to have fun and healthy? And to get those steps up, join Healthy and Happy for their weekly walks on Tuesday nights. They meet at Glencairn Football Club at 4pm and walk to a local location. On Wednesdays, they meet at Western Wardlaw Parish Church at 12.15 to walk through Mallsmire. To book, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash what's on. Seahorses Creative Arts and Publications is hosting a free arts festival in Glasgow on the weekend of the 26th and the 27th of August. It's taking place at the National Piping Centre and the Scottish Youth Theatre based in Brunswick Street. There will be music, dance, singing and a book launch and some creative workshops. For more information, visit their website scapscotland.com forward slash festival and I'm going to be speaking to Donna on the 16th of August in relation to that Universal Connections in Hamilton are holding LGBTQI groups every Friday night in their Hamilton premises on Woodside Walk the group is for young people aged between 12 and 16 and it runs between 5 and 7.15 and then for the 16 to 25 age group it runs from 6.45 to 9 o'clock for more information call 01698 Four five six six eight zero. That's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. Trying to get back on track. Let's go and listen now to Deacon Blue. This is Chocolate Girl. Alan doesn't understand her.
understand her He thinks it's getting harder So he spends the nights with all the friends Underneath the cover And he talks about the chocolate girl That was Deacon Blue there with Chocolate Girl. Now, brand new track. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to pronounce this. I always love this when they give me a track I've got no danger of being able to pronounce. From Farm Cross to Fern Hill. From High Cross Hill to Halfway. And across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio. 107.9 FM. Your local station. Okay, so the track's called No Gravity and it's by Geffer Greist and Pinlight. I've been feeling heavy such a long time I forgot how to float Something in my pocket seemed to weigh me down Slowly sinking like a stone I won't carry you no more I'm going on alone And now I am weightless I am free Oh, evaporated No gravity
there you go, Geist and Pinlight, and that track was called No Gravity. At least they repeated that over and over and over so that you got the name of the track. This is another brand new track. It's called from a band called Everyday Pharaohs, and the track is called Skelmo. is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk.
There you go, that was Skelmo by Everyday Heroes. Coming up next then, we've got Jess Glenn with What Do You Do? I know it's bad for me But it's what I crave And I'm not proud of it Wish I could change See, I keep falling in and out of the same mistake When you keep throwing me out and taking me back again That was Jess Glynn there with What Do You Do? That's a brand new one from her. Now, we are going to go this straight into our featured artist. This is a band called Brenda. They've got a brand new self-titled album, and this track is called Cease and Desist. Can Wayne Radio, featured artist.
There you go. This week's featured artist is a brand called Brenda. That was called Cease and Desist. That's from their self-titled album. Now we are going to go and listen to... This is Liv Dawn. She was up at Belladrum at the weekend. This is her new track called I Love You. Thought it was, but we hold on to what we've 
Well, this has been the fastest two hours, I think, in a very long time. So we have got the specialist presenter prick from Brian Byrne. He does music as a key of life on a Friday night right here on Cam Glen Radio between six and eight. He's gone for a real classic. This is Dire Straits and the Sultans of Swing.
So there you go, Dire Straits, of course, with the Sultans of Swing. And if you like that music, make sure you're listening to Brian Byrne, Music is the Key of Life, Friday nights, right here on Cam Glen Radio between 6 and 8. We are now going to go very up to date. This is the 1975 with their track called Looking for Somebody to Love. They are, of course, festival headliners just about everywhere. They were certainly a headliner here at Transmit. heard about the recent passing of Robbie Shepherd. I don't know how many people will have known about uh, Robbie but he was the presenter on a programme called Take the Floor which was on BBC's Radio Scotland on a Saturday night after the super score- scoreboard and all the football results in was Jimmy Jimmy Shand basically kicking off with these his dance band and Robbie was always the sort of the compere and introducing the, the 
with the bands that were coming on and it was all Highland bands, it was all sort of pipes and drums and it was just incredible. Of course, my dad would played in these, all of these pipe bands before and yeah, it's quite sad to think about that. So here's a little rem- tribute to Ruby Shepherd, and this is the Bluebell Poker by Jimmy Shand, of course. go there was Jimmy Shan there with the Bluebell Polka and as I said Robbie Shepherd had died uh, just the other uh, last yeah last night it was aged 87 so he had been the presenter on BBC Radio Scotland's Take the Floor and as I said every Saturday night after Super Scoreboard with the football scores out came Robbie to talk about some of the the Scottish country dance bands and telling you about Kayleys here, there and everywhere and I've got to be honest, Kaylee music when you were hearing it in school, Yon, I don't know about the rest of you but my heart used to sink every time we got the Scottish country dance band. I knew I was going to spend more time outside the door than actually doing the dancing because every time my teacher shouted left, it was your other left, move right, your other right. It just didn't go very well so I had... I'd, There was lots of things, but I do remember this. And I used to do paper round on a Saturday night. And my dad used to run me round and we had his his show on. was the soundtrack to me getting run round on a Saturday night delivering the pink evening times for the sports. That was not yesterday, let me tell you. Another artist that we lost last week, in fact, just after I'd finished my show, we heard all about Sinead O'Connor, the singer from Ireland. She did this very iconic, it was probably one of the the most iconic videos of the 1990s. In fact, just started the 1990s. It was just her face with her short cropped hair um, singing this song, Nothing Compares to You, which had been written by Prince and it was incredible. And of course, we heard about her recent passing just last week. That's all from me once you hear from Sinead and I'll be back next week. I've got somebody coming in to sing. Sophie Ramsey's going to be in to sing on the show. We're doing a live set, but let's finish with Sinead. Since you took your love away I go out every night and sleep Your love 
Without a song. 